Hello and welcome back to the So You're Going to Be a Dad podcast, episode two. Uh, we are filming on what feels like the hottest day of the year. Since records began, isn't it? That's what they say, since records began. Um, and we are back this week uh, with a special guest. Yeah, well, the special guest is uh, my godfather. We'll just, should we just call you Sharky? Refer to you as Sharky. How do you refer to? Sharky's fine. Yeah, Sharky's fine. Also, I'm just, the reason I, I didn't hear that is because I'm actually trying to order a pizza <laughs> but, um, for, for my boys. And me. And you can have a slice if you like. See dad life. 24-7, man. <laughs> so yeah, we're joined by Sharky this week, uh, who's Piers' godfather, um, who has kindly agreed to come and uh, give us some advice from somebody that's already been there and done it. Um, he is going to sort of share his stories with us as Piers is sort of going through this journey. So what's been new? Um, God, so, well, what's new? Uh, I found out that the gender of my baby's changed. <laughs> that's new, isn't it? Wow. wow. How did it happen? It happened because, well, basically we had the, so the first scan, so we had two scans, basically. The first scan was a 12-week scan. Um, so all of this is obviously going on through COVID. So any other dads that are also dads-to-be during this time will understand. Um, so I couldn't actually go to the first scan, the 12-week scan. I just had to wait in the car. And then I was waiting in the car park, basically with some other dads. We were just scattered by the car park. So had the first scan, then you see this picture of the baby and you're like, oh my God, crying is great. Then the second scan is the scan where you obviously find out the, the sex of the baby. I couldn't go to that one either. Um, but then we got the, um, the midwife to write down the gender of the baby on an envelope. Um, and then me and my girlfriend were going to open that later. I don't know if, I think I might have called you when this happened anyway, but we, yeah. So basically it's like a big event in it. Cause you know, like in America, gender reveals are big things that people have like cannons and all kinds of stuff. Harry Kane had one the other day. This midwife wrote down the, the sex of the baby in an envelope. Um, I actually, I'm going to admit, I actually peeked at the envelope before everyone else did. Cause I don't like surprises in it. <laughs> Anyway, so then we had this gender reveal and um, it was at my, my girlfriend's house and uh, her family were there. My mum was there. It was like a big event. Like, it was basically like a big event. Like, my grandma was on FaceTime. Like, my mum would FaceTime. My grandma, she's dialed in. Uh, let me try and paint it. So, you were in a, you walked into a room that was full of people. And they, everyone stopped talking and turned to you at that point. It was in the garden. It was in the garden. But as, we, as the cars pulled up in the driveway, people are standing, like, they're kind of waiting... Do you know like, when you watch like uh, like a footballer comes to an event and there are people, the PR people are ready. That was what it was like. Like they're kind of just there, but socially distanced, but ready to escort us. That's what happens when you become a, a dad. Is that, um, is that, you know, I think you'll find, I mean, it's something that I, I remember is that you, um, you know, you find out what it is and you, and you find out and then you present <laughs> this, this idea because it's still a baby, you present you present this idea which doesn't have a name yet to the family, and everyone is gushing. And you know, you got aunts and uncles like tears running down their face. And only at that point do you realise the scale of it. Because I think you had a moment like that too. Because it's the only time that you remember you 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 remember the scale of it, and then you're like, there's a little gulp, and you're like wow, this is like bigger. This is bigger than just me. Because before that, it's just about you and your girlfriend. I pretty much like froze. Like I'd, I just had sort of like an anxiety attack as this <laughs> happened. And I don't know if it was like an actual anxiety attack, but I just felt like my face felt very tight. You know, when you're in an interview and you just like keep smiling and all things like that. But it just went on for like, like 40 minutes, like way longer than it's supposed to. So 
everyone's just smiling. Oh, I thought it was a boy. And basically, we open the envelope and um, it was a girl. Everyone's, oh, I thought it was a boy. Oh my God, yeah, I knew I was right. Girl. Another girl in the family. You're hearing all these sort of things. None of that is going in one ear and out the other. What you wanted to have done is looked at your girlfriend and looking at her mum and their looks between the two of them. Because for me, when I caught a, caught a bit of that out the corner of my eye, I was like, oh my God, because it's like, you are the real, realisation of all their dreams. Like they've been, they've been dreaming about this their whole lives. This whole thing, the whole fairy tale, the Disney guy with the floppy hair, the prince and everything. And you walk in and they're, and they're looking at you as if, you're going to continue our dream. Like, this this is it. We found him. <laughs> we found him. That's what I felt. And it was it was like a slap in the face, basically. Um, and I just, yeah. And then my nan also, this didn't help as well. But my nan, I think my mum was on FaceTime to my nan. She spun the phone around to me. And she went, oh, and she must have obviously seen that my face, my face expression was like tight. And she went, oh, didn't you want, did you want a boy? Like, pick yourself up. And then like, everyone heard that. And I was like, oh, now everyone thinks that I basically wanted a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just as long as the baby is healthy and well, mother too. That's all I need. Yeah. But secretly, you're thinking, shit. <laughs> so what happened? <laughs> what happened after that then? So big reveal, family party, having a girl. Just uh, shit got real, and it? it's like more stuff gets bought. We had, you know, I found out I was having a girl, and I honestly didn't have a preference. Like, if I'm being honest, before. I'm 28 now. I think maybe up until the age of about 25, 26, I thought I'd love a boy. Then over the last few years, thinking about having kids, I thought, you know, I'd actually really like to have a girl. Um, so yes, yeah, so I really didn't have a preference. But then I also had to be honest with um, with my girlfriend and basically admit that like I had kind of struggled to deal with the pregnancy. So she's she was maybe like 22 weeks something at this point. And I said, I'd basically have to be honest and say I'm struggling to deal with the pregnancy because I kind of felt a bit left out. Like I didn't get to go to the scans which, you know, wasn't my fault. It's not like I missed it. I just couldn't go because of COVID. And, you know, I felt like I knew as much as her mum or any other friend. She's going through all this and, I, you know, I couldn't have seen any of this stuff. So she suggested going to a private scan. So I went to this um, this uh, private scan, which places in Wimbledon. And then um, basically we had this woman who, she just looked like she's done the job for too long. She was just jaded by it. She was like in her 50s and... She had the PPE on and stuff. Like, Come over here, move over here. And like, my girlfriend had booked like the wrong type of scan. She booked like an anomaly scan, which is the most thorough one. But she booked that because she wanted uh, me to have the full experience to see all of this stuff. So the woman's like, why did you book this one? And you only book anomaly if there's something wrong. And she was like, well, and she, you know, like the woman's tone and everything wasn't good. And I was just sat there quietly. And then the woman said like, you know, because the other one you want is cheaper. So that's when I then sprung up. I thought, <laughs> the woman was like, let me see if I can get you money back. So I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that, like, this woman's on our side, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, we started the scan and then I'm seeing, we've got our masks on and stuff and um, I'm seeing like the heartbeat and the spine and the hands and it's, I started crying. I mean, my memories of pregnancy, of, of the whole thing was you you find out about it, so it's like an idea, then you, then you present this idea to your family, you know, and then it, it becomes real-ish, but then you see the, the 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 stomach moving, and then it, and it, it's real, you know, it's real. And it, and, it, and then at that at one point, it feels like oh my god, it's like a, it's like um, you know, those whole old nineteen thirties movies where you'd have like the heroine would be would be uh, um, tied to a train track. Yeah. 
you'd see, like you'd hear the sound of this train coming towards you with the light glowing and it gets faster and faster and you can't move. It felt like I've got this thing coming towards me. But then you just have to get stuff done. Like you have to get stuff done. You have to get baby clothes. You have to make sure that um, mum's okay. And you slowly start to just, you just get used to it. It takes nine months and it's not like the baby pops out instantly. So it takes a while. By the time the baby's there, you're, you, you know, you're ready. What an analogy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sharky's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me summarize this, this private scan story. So yeah, the woman, she clearly been like jaded from the job. You know, she was just quite like a bit erratic. It wasn't very calming. Um, and then, um, we're watching, just looking at the scan, you're seeing the heartbeat. I'm seeing the spine, the little hands. And like, I just started welling up. Um, and we obviously had our masks on and then like, what made you well up? What, what was the what was the feeling? Because it's mine, and then you're just like, "This is this is." Because I'm seeing it in real time. When I you, have, I didn't have a connection with that thing on the on the screen. No, no, no. I, I didn't. I felt I felt I should have a connection, but I didn't. It's funny though because I I when I first saw the scan photo, I I had a little cry at that, and then when I saw the second scan photo, when she got the, when the, the midwife that got it wrong wrote down the wrong gender. When I saw the second scan photo, I was like, this is just another scan photo now. So I'd already lost that, that, that spot, that sort of, you know, the buzz from it or the novelty had worn off. So that's why when I had the private scan, I was like, I need to just any bit more, you know, any new bit of information is, you know, would do me wonders. So I'm looking at the little scan and the fists and all this stuff. And then, um, then the woman, the woman went like, I think she was from like Iran or something. She went, she went, oh, do you know the gender? And we said like, yeah, we know the gender, but we didn't say what it was. And then like, I saw my girlfriend's hand and then she went, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a boy. And we were like, what? <laughs> and I just dropped her hand. She went, she, we just dropped hands in there. And she went, it's definitely a boy. Like he, he here he is. You can see his Willie on the screen. And like, all I can see is like this, <laughs> this little Willie. It was, I was thinking, I don't need to be a doctor to see that's Willie. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. But we were like, I was like, yeah, yeah, but we've been told it's a girl. She's like, well, I don't care because it's, a, it's got Willie. And I was like, no, I hear what you're saying, but I'm telling you, we were, we had a gender reveal. We had a party. Like we opened the envelope. She went, <laughs> I don't care. It's, it's a boy. We're going to move on. So you had the party. Well, we had, we had the, the gender reveal, like opening of the envelope. Like it was the bloody Oscars. So what happened? So afterwards you left there thinking now we've got to tell everyone. The gender reveal. That's hilarious. Do you remember, do you, do you remember what was it a couple of years ago when they opened up, what was, what was the film where they, it was Moonlight was meant to win and it was, yeah. they got the wrong, it was like that. And they go, actually, this is wrong. Like, you're having a boy. And I was like, well, we, were, we had celebrated a girl. What? We just, just stunned. We sat in a car, just didn't really speak just for a couple of minutes. What did you say to the woman when you said it was a boy? I said, well, we, eventually she wasn't going to, she wasn't going to, she was going to win that battle, wasn't it? She was like, I don't care what you think. It is a, a boy. And then, and then the shortly, like the time after was a bit, was just a bit odd. So any other dads that, you know, had also found out the wrong, uh, the wrong gender, whether you find that out at a later scan or as the baby's born, it took a little bit of time to get used to. It was definitely a weird drive home as well. The party that you've just had, revealing the, 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 the sex of your baby, there was, was, was wrong. Do you have another one? No. 
Back again, folks. Take two. <laughs> Second anxiety attack. Woo. <laughs> but how do you how do you how do you approach that conversation? Cool. Like, who's the first one? Like, you sat down and went right. We need to tell everyone. It's the, it's the same thing you said about it. Just that it's healthy. The healthy is the big thing. So had another scan, it's still healthy, growing as it should. You, you give them all that first because that's what they care about, you know. And then you go, oh, and oh my God, you never guess what? We found that as a boy. <laughs> and then you do that call. Oh my God, what? Cut off. Call, who should call next? Your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and like the time in between, no one's smiling, no laughter. You can hear the, the iPhone unlock thing. And then like, next call. Great auntie. Hey, baby's well, like growing as he should. He's kicking, she's kicking loads. By the way, random, it's actually a boy. What? Yeah, I know. Great. See you soon. Bye. Then like next person. It's not something you could do in a group chat. <laughs> it's not a group chat moment. Oh. <laughs> How important is that finding out the sex about a baby? Like when you're having a baby? Is that like a key point? Some people, did you find out for both yours? Sure. <laughs> My first one, uh, Lucas, I, we, we knew, we wanted to know, because we wanted to know both of them. And, um, uh, and so basically I went back and, uh, and, we, and I thought, okay, right, let's tell everyone. So I told my mum, my mum kicked off, said, oh, it's nature, why have you spoilt it now? You spoilt the whole thing. I really need, you know, you could have, you could have, you could have, you could have kept it to yourself, you youngsters. My, my wife's um, parents were kind of similar. So the next time, the second time, okay, we're not going to tell anyone. We don't want to know no matter what, we're not going to tell. Like we knew. Had a baby shower. Basically for the baby shower, if it's, you know, you, you, know, you don't have colours. You don't have blue or pink. Because for this one, because it was about the baby, as you said, it was about how healthy the baby is and, you know, and, and, and just, just enjoying, just taking part in the joy of, of having a baby. And um, Tanya's best friend, who knew, turned up. She had like blue balloons, she had blue, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, everything was blue. And so everyone turned around and went, oh, it's a boy then. And, but it was, it was her best mate who did it, who spilt the beans. <laughs> <laughs> Were your mum there? <laughs> and, and how did your mum take that? Uh, She'd already had a, 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 she already had a baby to play with already by then. It's a bit more forgiving. I think it was the first. It's the first one's always a little bit tense um, because everyone's really worried. When the second one comes around, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you don't do half the stuff that you did before. <laughs> so what's it? What's it like when you when you find out you're having like one thing and then then it's the other? Like what? Because you kind of bond with the baby, don't you? When you find out the sex, I imagine you're like, I'm ha- like you were saying, you talk to the baby, yeah, you're like, I'm having yeah, a girl, yeah. and then you're kind of like, I oh, saw, I sort of bonded, but it was it's more worry. Like you're worried for the baby, and you're worried for mum. This is ball of worry. What do you worry about? Well, you worry that you know the baby's going to be healthy, that, that mum's going to be all right, that the birth's going to be all right. It's going to yeah. go full term. You know, it's like it's like a ticking clock, isn't it? You're like trying to just try to get to that 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 day. And, uh, you know, so, so the bonding, you know, it's when it's, it's the birth, isn't it? You know, when that baby pops out, you know, screaming and exhausted mum, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're like, right. But even then, I think it's when, it's when they get older. See, I think cause, cause, um, cause my girl, she found it, well, we both found it quite difficult, but 
it definitely took a couple of weeks to adjust because we had bonded. We decided a name. You know, we were speaking, I was speaking to the, to, you know, to the, to the bump and saying, you know, my girl and all this sort of stuff. And we, we talked about what sort of, you know, things she would do at school. She, oh, she'd do ballet and she'd be baking. You know what? It was funny actually, because she, he, he now it's a boy. He'd already started kicking my girlfriend before we found out it was a boy. And like before, she was like when she had the second scan, when the, the, the midwife got it wrong, but wrote, she obviously, that midwife obviously thought it was a girl. So she was like saying stuff like, your baby's going to be a dancer and it's wriggling around so much. And then like, whenever the baby was kicking, my girlfriend was going, oh my God, she's going to be a dancer. Then the minute, literally the same day, the minute we found out it was a boy, she's like, he's kicking me, he's kicking the shit out of me. Like all the terminology changed. I was like, hang on a minute. When it was a girl, like it was like, oh, she's beautiful. She, you know, she's going to be a model. Now it's like, he's in there just like playing street fire or something. But um, yeah, it took a couple of weeks to, to readjust. Um, so yeah, any other dads that also went through that would probably understand it is a, it is a bit weird that you sort of bond with one thing, but and then you also you kind of just have to park that idea. And you know, we'd love to have a girl afterwards. So we're kind of like, well, if when we have a girl, we'll call her this, and we can still continue that. But yeah. then now this guy's in there just mashing up the womb. <laughs> what um, shock you've got two boys? What advice would you give Piers? I, I don't know if I'd give advice because. The first rule about parenting is that you don't give, you don't criticise other people's parenting. The second rule of parenting is you don't criticise, you know, like it's, it's something that you just don't do. So I don't, I don't know if I give advice, but what I could say is, um, you know, it gets easier. Like it's not, um, like it does feel like you're on a train track and you can hear in the darkness and you can hear the sound of the wheels of this train. Like you can hear it, you know what I mean? And you get to the point you hear the, the horn of the train, you know, you can start to see it. <laughs> and it does, it does, it does feel like that because it's, it's, it's fixed, it's a fixed thing. Like it's going to happen. Like it's like, it's nature. There is no, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, uh, I mean, I would say just be as supportive as possible. I think just, um, like it is going to be for a little while. Everyone's just going to be talking about the baby and not so much about you. You know, people are going to be, you know, it's all, it's going to be all about the baby and mum and baby and mum, you know. Can, can we talk about that for a second though? Cause I, I've also got a friend as well and he, they've just had a little girl and he, I'm an only child. He's also an only child. And I only found out when, when he was t- confided in me in this chat, but he basically said like, all those books you read and all those things you're told, you you aren't really told or prepare, you know, they don't prepare you for the, the strain it takes on your relationship. Um, and it's funny, it took my friend who's just had a, you know, his, his baby's like 14 weeks something now for him to kind of tell me that. And I have actually finally started picking up these books, but he, he doesn't really tell you about what it does to your relationship. And he said, he said, particularly with, you know, that he basically said he felt like a spare part was the word he used. He said that, he would wake up to do the feed as well, but it wasn't really needed. And, and I suppose these things could be, could uh, change depending on the dynamic of your relationship. But that also has made me not fearful, but just, I'm not, you know, of course I'm going to love this baby no matter what, but it, it, it has just been me and my girlfriend for the last oh, few years. I mean, for, babies are um, like, you're always going to feel like a bit of a third wheel because you're, um, uh, you're not carrying the baby. You're not giving birth. Like, like we might help, but you know, mums make them. I mean, they're made in the mum. Yeah. You know, so um, so that 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 bit is is 
I mean, I, I had worried. I worried about that. And I worried that I was going to feel as if um, my, uh, as if, you know, somehow I'm going to feel separate. Because I do warn you about that. It's in all the books. Like when you go to prenatal classes, there's a, it's, it's mostly about that. Like, it's like you do. F- so, but I didn't really feel that. I didn't feel, um, you know, that your, your, your relationship with your partner is going to change. And uh, the men can feel a little bit left out. Does, does it change from the moment you find out you're going to have a baby? From the moment you find out, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a light switch goes boom. But it becomes much more richer, much, much like your relationship becomes a little bit more, um, it's almost profound. Like it, 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 it's the, 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 the care that, you've, that you feel for them. It, it sort of makes, it makes life, the adult, it makes the adult world make sense. Like you, all of a sudden, you you kind of get your parents a bit more, and you get other parents. Like you kind of you kind of see the way. Like you you get why we go to war because because before you know for instance before before I had a child, I would you know you get those um, uh, commercials usually for charities about you know and it'll be like UNICEF or something, it'll be starving children and be some poor African child or some other child they've got flies flying in their mouth and all sorts of stuff. I used to see that before and I used to think that was that was awful. But when you have a when you're a parent, it's quite, actually quite disturbing to see. Like it, it, you know, it, and it, and it changes like that. Before I can't watch them now. I can't watch things where, you know where but before I would see them or I would almost ignore them because they were so frequent. But when you have a child, it, it becomes a lot more profound. And also, the things there are things like probably one of the biggest things I would say that that when you have a child is, um, you know, when you have that newborn baby, which is tiny, like it's not like a baby that you see on movies, the, you know, the, the chubby one with the big fat head. That's not what comes out. What comes out is a tiny little, like, the, about that big, about from there to there. Yeah, yeah, like I could. I used, to, I, I used to rest both and they'd sleep on my forearm, the head by my elbow. You know, they were that small. If I tell them that now, they just, they fall around in stitches. They're like, no child. And, but the worst thing is that you, and, and they seem really, and they're really fragile because they're not that chubby. After about six months, become the chubby baby, which is slightly different, which is why. So this is something that you've not seen before because of course they don't put them on screen on TV because who's going to give away their newborn baby? They give away, they, they use a, bigger baby and they pretend that the baby's just been born um and the first thing is is that you like the day i can remember the day my first one after my first one was born and you we left we waited no that's it that's right so i have a uh i used to have like a sports car which mum didn't want to she didn't want to sell she didn't want to she didn't want to sell it like she'd be like eight months pregnant i'd say we've got to get something else She's like, no, I'm fine. She's kind of struggling out of it. I said, are you sure? Like, oh, no, I'm fine. So anyway, so that day, the nurses, they go, <laughs> they basically, you know, you're, you're there and they're helping out and you're thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do with this thing? And then and, the, and then you, you, know, you put the baby, you get the baby, you, you know, you put the little woolly hat on and the little mittens that you've seen, the little newborns, and, and it's sitting in a little uh, a, a car, like a baby chair, baby seat. <laughs> And the midwife then just goes, right, bye, enjoy your baby. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, well, we've got to, yeah, we've got, we've, yeah, that's a bye, bye, we've got someone else coming in, bye. It's like, and that's that. And you're like, 
Right. So you're constantly looking at the baby thinking, oh my God, it's a baby. You know, and you'd be like, you know, you've got cameras, like you put all the cameras above the top. Baby is proper monitored. Like you can hear, you can hear it breathing. You can see it. Later on, we got one with night vision because because otherwise you have to have the light on. And you're just and you're just like, oh my god, you know. And you keep thinking you're going to kill the baby. Oh my god, we're going to kill the baby. Oh my god, someone's left a window upstairs open. Something's going to something's going to fly in and kill the baby. You know, it's constant fear of killing the baby. So you can always tell, like, nude that parents because you have that fear. Yeah. And then you know the baby's asleep and you're thinking and you walk in and you think. But it might not be asleep. Like, what if? What if something else is happening? So then you prod the baby. Ah, baby starts crying. Go, oh, baby's still alive. You know, constantly, constantly, constantly. Like, oh my god, there's a bit of sun in the baby's eye. And you're kind of like trying to come. <laughs> you know. So the first thing is to remember is you're not going to kill the baby. The baby, the baby's. You know, they're they're, they're resilient, uh, and it's fine. But it does change. Yeah, it does change. I, I, I have seen that midwife since actually. Because the fear, the moment it was like, it was like, it was like, it was, it was profound. It was like, my God, like I'm actually responsible that no one else is responsible for this baby. It's like, it's us. Like the buck stops with us. That, 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 that's profound. There's no one else. Like it's, it's you too. And because you're in it together, it, uh, it, it binds you a lot tighter. Like it's, everything else felt trivial up to that point. And all of a sudden, everything's like really, really serious, but not serious in a bad way. It's like, you've got this project, project baby, you've got this project uh, that's going to take 20 years to. After second with that, yeah. Because before, I guess you guys were going out doing your own things. And then when the baby's coming, do you start changing around like the way you think about stuff? You appreciate the things you can currently do. However, you know, although you can do them, it's limited at the moment, but like I bought those new decks in lockdown, spent two grand on some decks. That was, that was a laugh. That was a last draw. <laughs> I, I thought, wow, look at that. That's, I love the spirit. <laughs> I'm following that guy. <laughs> was it you? Look at you. I sent you a picture of the unit and the decks and then you sent me a picture of the, of like the Fisher Price trolley. <laughs> <laughs> you said that would be, be that next. You appreciate it, though. What do you mean? Because you, because I know, like you know, I, I have I had some old decks. Was using those loads in lockdown, sold them. I love that. That's act of rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought this is the last bit of money I'm going to spend on myself, like without feeling bad. But that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. Like, like, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, you do. You'll, you'll understand it straight away. Like, you won't, um, you know. Like, see Lucas, he's the one with the designer trainer. He's got the most expensive trainers in the family. Lucas, like my, my, my oldest son. I like, like, you know, it, it, if it was me, that would be wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you get, get for them. I, I still like my old bits and pieces, don't get me wrong, but clothing-wise. But, um, and I do treat myself, but they get treated first. Before I was a, a parent, I think you could, I would, I would quite often think... I, you know, I couldn't really understand why my mum, for instance, would be, but would be, would be buying me everything. Like it could tell. Like after I got to a certain age, fourteen, fifteen, I kind of worked out. God, you know, it's just like it's all for me. Like you know, you kind of realise. And I thought, God, how? Like, wow, why would someone do that? Like, I was grateful for it, but I couldn't. I couldn't empathise. As soon as you have a child, you realise that um, 
it's not an issue to to give your life for your to think of their life before yours. Nature just the switches a switch, and then it and then it's not even you don't even discuss it anymore. But until that switch is switched, you just don't you don't even discuss it. It's just, it's a strange thing. It's a strange thing. It happens before, and then you don't even realise it's happened until you catch yourself thinking in a certain way, and you're like, "Where did I come from?" You know, it's um, it's not like before it happened to you, you think that that's something that's quite profound in that person, that's something that's quite strong in that person. But really, it just it just switches, and 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 it just happens. It's not um, and everyone, most people do. I'll let you know when I understand that. Only because the baby, the baby, the baby, the baby period is quite small. It's not. It's not like a. It's not. It feels like for you now, and this is the weird thing. It feels like for you now. It it would feel like you're the only person in human history to ever have a child. Like you feel that the whole everything that's happening is so unique to you that it's never happened before. Even though you know it has, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels like it's something. That is it's completely new, uh, and you're the only ones ever doing it. And you'll see the marketing for stuff, all the baby stuff plays on that, you know. Um, but the baby period is quite small, you know. Within two years, that's not a baby anymore, <laughs> you know. With all six months, yeah. have you started worrying about spending money on yourself? Have I, have I worried? Yeah. Do you know what? If ever I buy something, I have to keep it in secret now. But why is there like a guilt there? Is it like because you thought why? Well, because I just know that if I ask my girlfriend, if I go, ah, it's payday, she'll just open the correct bookmark and Google Chrome and buy what we need to buy. So some, I just like to get myself a little something quietly and then go to, oh yeah, like I've got paid. Yeah, so I don't know if it's not. She wouldn't say anything, but I just know basically what it is. I know there's always stuff that needs to be bought basically from now. So what, what what I would say though, what I would say is, um, you know, because you bought you bought the mask, the mask scarves for my, for for two boys, and um, but one's Chelsea and one's Arsenal. Now I know Pierce is probably <laughs> must be thinking like, how did that happen? So what I would say to you is just make sure, make sure that you're the first one by like. Baby clothes, you need you put because you put that on. It's like it's, 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 it's like um, it's like that's like that's like that's like sticking a flag down. It's like it's like you know you're 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 making him up because I, I tell you what, my best friend he went to work one day. I mean, behind his back, he went to work one day. He came back. He's a Liverpool supporter. All his other boys are Liverpool. He went to work one day, and then a wicked uncle came round and bought the boy a. a, a a Chelsea baby grow, and now it's Chelsea. So, if you're if you're wondering how that happened, something went wrong. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a dereliction of duty somewhere. Get 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 the all the little baby stuff that you see. You know, get if you want it to be, you know, Arsenal, you get it, you get it early. So basically, what it says, like the little bottles of the drinking bottle. If anyone who comes round can say, oh, oh, you know, it's it's done. Yeah, it's done. Back off. <laughs> So what sort of birth are you going to have? Do you know? Yeah. I mean, we're having a water birth. That's, oh. But also hitting the birth in as well. Do you know what that is? No. I've got no idea what hitting the birth in. Do you know what that is, Jordan? No. 
is that, is that, is that pain free? Basically, we did the Zoom. We did the Zoom the other day. Yeah, everything's Zoom in it. We did the Zoom and hypnobirthing basically is, I've got like a little definition here, but it is, it's a process that teaches the woman how to create a calm, uh, a, create as calm an environment as possible so that their body produces the maximum amount of oxytocin to help make the birth as pain-free and positive as possible. So basically we're learning like on this, we did a three hour Zoom, we've got another two, three hour Zooms to do, yeah? And you... That's a hero. That's a hero. That's like, I don't need painkillers. Do you get gas in there? You hear, you hear women compete with each other. So, you know, how, what sort of birth did you have? Oh, well, you know, I just had, you know, I didn't need any, 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 any painkillers or, or anything like that. I didn't need, you know, all I needed was some candles and, and, and some light music. It's like, no way. That's not what happened. You find out later, you know, so they get in there, a slightest bit of pain. It's like, give me an epidural. It's like, put the pain away, put, the, put it away. That's, 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 that's women. That's women. That's, that's 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 women competing with each other. That's that's opinions of Sharky uh, and only Sharky. <laughs> but it is though. It is. It's the, it's that competition. It's like you know because basically it's have as natural birth as possible. You can't have any painkillers or, no, or or anything. And we we started off a bit like that, and then as soon as the pain kicked in, bang, epidural because it hurts. That baby's head is big. Like it hurts. Like you, you go through someone you with, with someone. There's a reason why they call it labour. It's a graft. <laughs> it goes on for hours and hours, and all you're doing is holding hands, receiving calls. I'm saying, you know, can we talk to her yet? Oh, you can come back. You know, you're because you're basically you're the receptionist. You know? You're receiving calls and you're and you're you know and basically you know you're running out, putting the doctor, doctor, come back again. You know, it's kind of your. But it is, it is like I take my hat, I take my hat off, and it is hard, hard labour. My girl, my girl, she is, she is terrified. Yeah, she is terrified, and it's. I mean, I'm out of respect for her. I'm also. I mean, I'm. I don't really know what to. But I can see that she's nervous. I can see she's nervous. I'm like, this looks like it's. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy thing, man. Like, but this hypnobirth is supposed to teach you how to sort of meditate essentially and uh, and uh, <laughs> it also seems like you think like this is chaos how are you going to know how to breathe and you get sent these songs to listen to as well so like you know I got my missus in the bath the other day so she was playing basically you have to it's called positive affirmation she's supposed to like connect there's a particular smell they sent us they sent us they sent us a smell like a, a type of oil so anytime she's she's having a bath or like we're just chilling watching Netflix but like it's it's a nice Netflix session she has to put this oil somewhere so basically with the hitting the birthing course um, we did this th- this nine hours basically but we, get, we did a three hour Zoom at the moment we've got two more to do so they send you a pack of some oils and you get sent these f- three or five different songs <laughs> okay, he's laughing what the oil yeah you got, you got to put them on a diffuser and and she's in the bath and stuff. And like anytime she's basically relaxed, she needs to smell this smell and potentially hear this song. And then we did like a little, um, little like a uh, dress rehearsal, uh, like um, what's it called? Meditation thing on the Zoom, right? Which also coincided with the last day of Premier League, like two weeks ago. And I had to, um, I was doing my fantasy team and I think my girl could see me. Basically what happened was, it was, it was meant to finish at three or just before. And you meant, that's when I was meant to finalize my team. And because the game started at four, and the woman's like, sweet, like, oh, you don't mind if you run over, do you? And we was like, yeah, we don't mind if you run over. She went, well, let's just do like a little, you know, have a go at meditating. So as we were like lying down, I, 
I lay down another sofa away from the camera of the laptop. So I just tried to fix my <laughs> my team in it, like making sure because <laughs> David Silva's last game wasn't sure if he was going to play. Because <laughs> also I was like, this is gonna this look. This is my I've been doing this for the whole season. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, we did like a mock. We did a mock sort of um, hypnot- you know hypnotize. Hypnotize. I don't know what it's called. Meditation. Now, I'm impressed that that happened to you from like your first time because I built up to that. So I had my second, my second child, my, um, at this point I knew because I'd heard the murmurings, I knew that we we're going to go for something that was going to be uh, much more. Yeah. Well, you can, well, I could just tell. So we went out to Highgate to, uh, to go and see this, this, this place, you know, this is a different type of birth because at this point it was all going to be, home birth it was going to be all that for the second one so all that see these like rumours all that yeah, you just no. go with the flow <laughs> yeah. basically what I'm learning from you is you're one step behind but you appear to be like you're in line yeah yeah, yeah exactly that's what you do so so so, so this time I thought I thought, I thought this is going to be like if, if it's anything like the last one it's going to be even worse and it was in Hampstead so like you know if we're going to Hampstead so I'm thinking Oh my goodness! I'm thinking. Okay, well, I knew that it was going to be a, like a, it was going to be like an antenatal class with other parents. I knew that, and um, and I thought, I thought it's going to. Be, I just had a feeling it was going to be one of those places where you're going to have to take your shoes off and sit down. I just knew it. So I made sure I didn't have holes in my socks. That was probably the first thing. And so I went in there, and you kind of went in this house, and we parked up. It was I parked up and, and went in, and you go around this windy staircase, and there's a picture. First picture I saw of this naked woman in a. She looks like she's in a forest, and she's and she's sitting in nature, naked, pregnant woman. I thought, right, okay. And then I walked into another, and then I walked up further the stairs, and there's another one, but this time she's kind of straight, splayed out, and uh, and I can at this point I can smell the incense, so you know, <laughs> so you know, you know exactly what it's going to be. And you walk in in this darkened room with flickering lights, there's velvet everywhere, that sort of thing. There were some other parents. And I'm looking at the dads because the dads are looking at me and we're, we're all like, you know, we're, we're in this together. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, whatever, just, we don't, don't mess it up. You know, if you just nod and smile for long enough, it'll be over. So anyway, so we uh, uh, so sat down and this woman, she, and it was about breathing techniques. And of course, you know, mum's, doing the breathing. We need to do the breathing too. So she was there and she was like, and it was, it was hilarious. She was like going, ah, ah, ah. She need to feel, you need to feel it. And you're sitting there and you've got your socks off at this point, you're cross-legged. You've got cushions around you. There's like cushions everywhere. And you're thinking, I think, because, you know, Tani, could, she could be a bit out there and that was, that was, you know, but you just go with it, man. You just go with it. I'm not the one giving birth. So anyway, so, so, so I came out and uh, and I think the first thing I said to her was, I said, oh, I'm glad, glad I had fresh socks on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, How do you decide like, what birth you're having? Uh, you, you don't. You knew the answer that as I was thinking. I was thinking you both sound like you've just been signed up. Because I thought when he, when he said hypnobirth, it, I was thinking like, I've never seen you meditate. <laughs> like, like, he's playing this quite cool. When he, when I, when he said that to me, meditate, I'm thinking, wow, you're, you're right. You're in the middle. You're right in the middle of that pool. It's like, 
yeah, you're, you're treading water. Yeah, I'm there, man. <laughs> but we're having, a, we're having a water birth. Do you know, funny enough, actually, I bumped into a friend yesterday, actually, and he's got a little four-year-old, um, and he said that he had a water birth. He said, he said he got in as well, yeah, but he said that he didn't know... And it's again, it's funny because every time, you know, these friends are telling me stuff and like, they're just, you know, telling their story, but it, I'm actually learning new things. But basically he said, the baby didn't breathe straight away. So he said that his girlfriend was giving birth and the baby's head was in the pool. Like, and he was basically said, you kicking off. He's like, yo, like my baby's upside down <laughs> in the water. Like his head's under the water. Like, can someone, then they're like, no, he's fine. They're just like, you stay over there. And then, and then you're like, you know, like birth the baby, the baby like sits up and it starts breathing, crying. Yeah. But he was like, my baby's just lying there, like head in the water. No one say anything. <laughs> yeah, hit me up, water birth. Yeah, no, I, 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 got, I got close to having a water birth. We're supposed to have a, supposed to be a home birth and we had the birthing pool and everything, bought our birthing pool. I'd been told to fill this pool up because the feelings are there. I don't know how, I'm thinking, how long does it take to fill up this pool? Like, it'd be fine. Like, me and like, Lucas would have been about three. Me and Lucas, we could do that. It's easy, you know. Um, so, you know, and then on the day that my youngest came, Tanya, sort of, she sort of pulled up in the car, um, came in, left the doors, the doors of the car open. The, key, the ignition's running, goes, I think it's happening. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, I'll park the car, you, you know. She phoned the midwife, I phoned the midwife and everything. And it was in 2010 when we were in London, you were knee deep in snow. You remember that? I mean, it was like, yeah. And, and, um, uh, and so I th- I'm thinking, right, I know I've been told to fill this pool up, but I mean, how, how long, it's going to take ages I can fill this pool up now. So anyway, I finally get hose out and I'm filling this thing. And it, it takes like it, got to take, it takes about three or four hours to fill those things up, which I, which I didn't really, I know I'd been told anyway. The midwife came around, she took, she went and examined her, took one look, looked at the pool and went, you're never going to get that filled up in time. <laughs> <laughs> if there's ever been a time to say you had one job, that was it, innit? Yeah. We did a little breastfeeding Zoom as well and the woman basically said, you changed the baby about... 10 to 14 times a day. Um, and then this is another weird thing I found out that like, if your baby sleeps through, if you're lucky and you know, you hear this mom go, Oh, he slept through. They're not, they're not supposed to sleep through because you're supposed to wake them up in the night to feed. So you, I don't know what sleep through means. I don't know if it's like 10 till 6am, but basically said you're meant to feed the baby every three hours. If the baby's sleeping too much. That's not a good thing. So as we heard this, we just looked at each other and we thought, you know what? We're our sleep pans are fucked, man. I think you're going to do all right, Pierce. I think, no, but I think, I think, no, 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 I don't. I think you're, you're, you're right in there and, and you're just going with the weirdness of it all. And that's all you can do. What I think as well is like, you just pick up stuff along the way, don't you? You just, no one knows. And like, you just seem to learn stuff as you go along. Because it's a whole world that's there. Like it's, it's in plain sight, but because you're not involved in it, you just don't pay any attention to it. And then as soon as you are, oh, you'll start noticing where schools are, you start noticing where, you know, get, get tutors or, 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 or play groups. I mean, you know, Tiny did all sorts of strange things <laughs> with babies. Like there was, there was power pramming. I've seen people do that. It's nuts. It's nuts, yeah. You've seen that, yeah. The power pramming, there was um, baby salsa. Wow. <laughs> My 
Milo went to baby salsa. Because, of course, the babies, any, any movement puts them to sleep. So they start to, so they would have a, move, a, a salsa class and just, and they, and they do their little class and they fall asleep. Yeah, a lot of, lot of the kids' friends and stuff came from those, those sessions. So it's quite- it is a, it's a whole different world, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like as mates, I'm in like the world we were in and you're yeah. like, you're taking like a step into like this new world. Yeah. That's how it feels. Like like when you say stuff to me, I'm like, I didn't even know that existed, or I don't know. And, and that's the thing. I, and, and, and last month, I didn't know it existed. Yes, that's the point. I told you, you learn it. Yeah. You learn it. Like it was like, oh my god. And it's like, no, you don't worry. You'll you learn it in um in you learn it in stages. Like it's like it doesn't all come at once. Like it's like you know, um you know, na- and nature's pretty good with that. You know, and you do you learn it bit by bit. After a while, you feel that you've got an accumulation of knowledge, accumulated knowledge, knowledge. Um, but it's um, but it but it's it, it's something that um, even though it's, even though you you feel that you've accumulated knowledge, yeah, it doesn't all happen at once. And you learn you learn bits, you learn things, you learn it in small chunks, which is good. And then after a while, you feel that you've got a fair bit of knowledge. But you, it took a long time to get like it did. It's not like you watched a documentary and learned it in an hour. It, you know, you got nine months for the baby, and even then, when the baby arrives, they don't do much. Like it's just. You know, they just poo and cry and wee. And, you know, don't do much. And they're not going to, you know, you're not going to notice. Baby can't see anything. You know, you're not going to, you know. But ever so slowly, you start to get little bits of their personality. starts popping out. And that, and that, and that's, that's, that's the bit. And that's the rewarding bit. So you've got to go through all that, you know. I mean, I'm, you know, I love my boys, you know. And I love, I love being a parent. I love being a dad. You know, I, I define myself by my children. There's nothing that I think I could ever do that even comes close. It's the only thing that matters. You know, like, so when it comes to the end, you know, when you die, no one's, you know, no one's going to say, if there is such a thing as God, no one's, no, no one's going to say, oh, oh, you're really glad you, you worked on that show or, or, or it's really good car that you bought or the pair of trainers. Yeah, I saw you got those ones with the, with the green laces, not the red, yeah. No one's going to say about that. It's just going to be, you know, who have you brought into this world? You know, and all we have to do is bring in, you know, non-toxic uh, individuals and it's our job to raise them and so that's you know I think that's what the podcast is about as well isn't it it's like hopefully other young men will listen to it and realise that you aren't supposed to know it all and you are first hand experiencing that and just picking bits up along the way I mean I don't have any children or have any on the way but like I'm listening to it being like my eyes are being open to things that you just wouldn't know um, so yeah that's hopefully what we're, we'll do in our <laughs> remaining episodes uh, thanks very much for listening. Um, thank you, Sharky. Yep, you're welcome. Pleasure. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, peace.